welcome back to another episode of the Supporting Local with Cars podcast. I'm Cars Saunders and today we're chatting to Zoe from Zoe Elliott Art. She is a watercolour and acrylic artist and her stuff is so beautiful. We spoke about how she started her art again through grief, how she gets her inspiration for her art and an upcoming Women in Business Festival which sounds incredible. So do make sure to go have a look at Zoe's Instagram, it is linked in the episode notes. Her stuff is so, so nice, I'm honestly obsessed and let's go chat to her. Hi, I'm Zoe. I'm an artist and based in Belfast. So a little bit about myself. Um, so when I'm not painting, I'm a mum to two lovely teenage boys and two pups. Um, married now for 17 years. I love taking my dogs on walks. And I think this is really where my love of nature has come from as well. Always been in art when I was very little. Always did craft and all from a very early age. Did it in school, studied it for GCSE. But I like a lot of things. You know, I didn't go on to then pursue it after A-level. Yeah. Like that. Always painted as a hobby. But then lockdown came in 2020. A difficult year for everybody, really. Mm-hmm. My father-in-law, who was basically like my second dad, actually got diagnosed with cancer during oh, that no. year. So it was a really tough year, just for lockdown and that kind of mixed into it. He actually very sadly then passed away in the August of oh, 2020, right in the middle of lockdown, which was a really difficult time. And that is really then when I picked up the brushes again and got myself back into art. So I hadn't painted for a while, you know, things had been pretty stressful. And then it was really just a way of coping with the grief. Yeah. Just started painting and painting, watched so many videos of it on YouTube of how to, I taught myself watercolour and taught myself acrylic and just used it really as a coping mechanism to get over grief. Yeah. That's really where then Zoe Elliott Art came from. I am, um, I changed my names a few times. I wasn't sure sure I used <laughs> my name but then eventually I did Zoe Elliott Art and um, I got more confident in speaking to people and doing markets and then that's how my um, brand's kind of grown. Yeah it's quite been quite a roller coaster um, of my art. Oh that's so sweet and I'm sure he'll be so proud of you to know mm-hmm. it's a heartbreaking almost how you started like through grief but it's so nice mm-hmm. that you've turned something so sad and heartbreaking into something so beautiful. Yeah yeah, yeah. so I really learned you know you know even when I, I was younger you know I would suffer from a little bit of anxiety and low mood so I'm a real now advocate you know for talking about mental health and being yeah. more open about it so during lockdown then because I'd gone through the grief and lockdown and had boys at home I decided then I also then picked up the phone to the doctor to get a little bit of help mm-hmm. and started doing CBT as well so I was doing CBT for a year and that just incorporated with my art was just a massive life-changing kind of moment amazing and then I'm two years later and I'm, I'm still doing it but um, yeah art's a massive part of healing as well I think mm-hmm. a lot of people find it very therapeutic you know if you are going through something quite difficult in life I really recommend it yeah, and I also knew then Billy, he, um, you know, he loved my art. He was one of my biggest supporters. He always would say, I, I always painted for people, before, even before lockdown, all my life. I painted stones or I would have painted, you know, for presents for people. He said, yeah. you should sell your art, you should give it to people. And I, had, you know, and I had so much art in my house, building up big bags of art. Like, what should I do? Wow. Like, no, I'm going to go for it. I am going to really, really try so hard. And then, yeah, I then started my Instagram page and my Facebook page. Nervous at the beginning. You know, you're nervous yeah. when you name out there and put your art on page. But um, so many people, you know, would give me, you know, you know saying you're good and you know to do in the markets and all so it kind of grew from there and um, always the billy kind of in the background you know kind of pushing me along a wee bit yeah so i did watercolors and i, I started kind of painting robins you know as, as memory of billy mm-hmm. so it's always my billy robins my so that's how my love of watercolor grew and then my animals so how do you come up with kind of your different designs your different paintings do you know yeah. do you just kind of 
see what comes out or would you do you know like have a plan like I want to paint this and kind of go for it so I have two quite different styles of uh, art so you'll probably notice if you go on my page I have mm-hmm. watercolors and then I have acrylics so I have like two, two sides of me so my watercolors are like it's very calm and I wear my glasses and like for five over five hours I'll do very fine art as well that's completely planned and I know what I'm doing or I'm, I'm painting a robin or I'm painting um, a landmark something that's very planned mm-hmm. so I have so many on my list that I want to paint so that's all very planned and it's lovely and calm and I light a candle and I'll do some lovely music so that's the watercolor side and then there's another side to me that I always like to use color color mm-hmm. I think after lockdown I just wanted to bring color into people's lives yes. you know when you look at it they feel a little bit happy and cheerful so that's where the acrylic paint kind of comes more into and I like to um, always have ideas so sometimes it might be like a highland cow or a giraffe but it's much more what you call is intuitive painting so I have an idea in my head if I'm doing you know, like the floral ones mm-hmm. But it'll always turn out completely different. In my head, I'll think, right, I'm going to paint blue flowers. And just sometimes the way the colours mix on the pad, then it just goes very different. And then it turns out lovely. So even somebody recently I was painting for them and I was planning on doing blue flowers and it turned out completely like yellows and pinks and blues. And so you just kind of go with what the paint's almost telling you to do. It's quite a strange um, way that it develops. So you, you think you know what you're going to do, but then it just turns out completely different. After a few hours, you might go like, oh, I'm losing it. You know, I'm not going to bring it back. But then, then it suddenly turns around and it comes out. I sometimes have a rough idea in my head. Normally it doesn't turn out that way. So the watercolours all very um, planned and I know what I'm going to do, but the acrylic paint is just kind of have a bit of fun and uh, make a bit of a mess and splash her paint around the place <laughs> I love that um, yeah always have plans and even like when I was in Port Rush recently and um, I have so many ideas of like even the kids that were having donuts on the beach I was like oh that'd be a great title you know for a piece of art like oh donuts on the beach or, yeah um, my son was having candy floss for breakfast I was like oh candy floss for breakfast <laughs> and then that kind of gets you ideas in your head you know oh that could be pink and colours and that's a, a new title so I'll keep coming up with these ideas but oh, it's sometimes hard getting the time to actually do the painting yeah but, yeah never short of ideas just getting the time to actually do them oh I love that yeah like inspiration everywhere (laughs) yeah 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 but the acrylics are fun I always know when I start I want to do color some sort of color flowers or animal but yeah that's so lovely it's so nice that you have the two different sides of it kind of the more Mm -hmm. calm relaxing to kind of bright bold colors and you just see where it goes yeah and at first I wasn't sure if I should do that I didn't watch all the YouTube videos or said like you stick to one style and so like I tried like for a few years I was trying you know should I do abstract or should I just do you know just do the watercolors but I decided I just love both and so I'm, I'm going to yeah. just if I wake up really want to just use a camera brain and do the watercolor I do that but then the calling of painting a big highland cow splashing with flowers <laughs> I want to do too and then somebody recently said to me but you can tell they're both your art you know so even though the watercolor is yeah. quite um, delicate he said you can still see your your input of colors it's funny but I really like it so I decided not to listen to what YouTube videos were said and just went for two different types which I think you know suits people too you know it's, it's fun to do big colorful giraffes and then put my glasses on and do like the fine detailed one yeah no mm-hmm. absolutely so Zoe, what would an average day look like for you then? Are you doing this full time or is this still just kind of a part time outside of work type of thing? I have a part time job outside of the arts, which mm-hmm. you kind of have to because sometimes the art, you know, you don't know when people are going to buy art. So like I okay. think it takes, you know, it's not completely a regular income. And I'm not overly doing it for income. I'm doing it for fun too. Yeah. When I'm not doing my daytime job, you know, part time. So the kids are now teenagers who like sleep into maybe one or 12 <laughs> o'clock. <laughs> so I can get up and I can get up for eight and 
I can sit down and I can start painting, you know. And so then if I spend like a few hours in the morning, I have quite a bit of time during the day, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm working part time and the kids kind of look after themselves a wee bit more in the morning time. My morning would be get up, start, I have a project or sometimes I have commissions. So yesterday I had a, a commission for a dog portrait. And so I just got up early and sat maybe four hours and did my commission of my um, watercolour portrait. And then I can pack the brushes away, kind of lunchtime, dinner time. And then if I'm not too tired, I can get the brushes back out again at night time. So I'm always painting. There's rarely a day goes by that I don't paint. And I think it's been quite important to me to paint most days because you really learn your skill. You know, really know it's a big improvement. So I'll paint in every day. So I would normally paint for like, I'd say four or five hours a day. Oh, wow. Most days, yeah. And if I don't paint for a while, I'm like, oh, a bit uncomfortable and itchy to get back at it again. So uh, it's kind of that need and, and it is therapeutic for me as well. So being at home with the kids and the dogs, it's nice to then just have a little bit of me time to, to do some painting. So, yeah. so whenever you like go away on holiday or do you go away for a few days, would you bring stuff to paint with you or do you take it as a proper like time out? Yeah, so I don't. I don't bring stuff with me because I feel like when I'm on holiday, I can't almost like concentrate on the one piece of art and I don't okay. like overly stop and start it. Kind of like I lose my flow of the art. Mm-hmm. So I was in Port Rush for about five days a couple of weeks ago and I don't bring anything with me, but I'm always taking photographs. I'm taking, okay. I'm very um, inspired by walks on the beach or nature's or um, I love garden doors or like pretty doors, cottages. My phone is just absolutely bursting photographs. <laughs> um, so I don't bring anything with me, but I'm always taking photographs and coming up with the ideas like, oh, I should paint that and that and that. But there's just so many things I want to paint. It's hard to always get it done. So I have a list of ideas. Yes, always but, on the lookout. <laughs> yeah, like candy floss for breakfast and donuts on the beach are my next two yes. <laughs> titles that I want to you know, work on. What, what that could be. So it could either be like a nice gentle watercolor on the beach or it could be some sort of like colorful, semi-abstract floral something. Yeah. Yeah, don't bring anything yet. I should do. I would love that. That's my idea in the future. Sit on the beach and just yeah. calmly paint but, uh, with two teenagers and two dogs. <laughs> that doesn't help. <laughs> They're rugby catching me on the beach. I'm like, right, we have to go. Oh, so, no. yeah, I don't overly, I don't overly get the time. But yeah, yeah. on holidays, different. But I would love to do it in the future. Yeah. yeah, it'd be so nice. So, what would be your proudest achievement so far since you started then? So my proudest achievement would be that there's a wonderful framers on the Belmont Road called Fiddlestick. So he mm-hmm. does a lot of my framing of my fine arts and he frames all my canvases. And he was loving some of my um, local landmarks of the Queens. And so he has them in his shop. So he bought some off me. And so oh, wow. whenever I drive past or the day that he said, right, I have them. So me and the boys walk past the window and there's my art in the window. Oh, wow. <laughs> in a frame. Honestly, the proudest moment, you know, and the boys, but they were so happy for me too. So even just that feeling of showing your boys you know if you yeah. actually put your mind to it you, you can do you know what you want you know and I've always said that was my proudest moment is that seeing my arts in a window of a shop and I was like taking photographs inside the shop posting on my Instagram going oh, here's my here's my arts. that's amazing oh that's so nice that's a really big big proud moment yeah so I love that it's so nice that you were able to share it with your boys as well yeah, it's so nice. And they're so proud of me. And I've always like lacked the confidence with my art, you know, before I kind of started doing it semi-professionally. And they would say, Mom, you're good enough, you're good enough. You know, you should be selling your art. And I'm like, oh, I can't. So it's lovely to be able to show them if you have a passion of something you really want to do, you know, don't doubt yourself, just go for it. You know what it is? You do have to pick yourself out there and people might not like your art or like whatever you do. But if you have a little dream in your head, you should do it. So they're my biggest supporters and my family. And they have to be because they're, they're in my house and they're amongst all the paint from the mess. You know, it's hard to keep up with it. And even when I was younger, you know, if you ask people, oh, what do you want to be when you're older? And I, I would always would say, oh, I'm an artist. You know, I'd love to be an artist, but it's too late, you know, with, you know to see what people go through in lockdown. I think a lot of us decide, you know what, life's too short. Yeah. And if you have a pattern and you really want to do it, you should just go for it. 
know, and, and such a famous comic, you know. So I've you know, been such a benefit in my life with my art. So it's great to have the end. That's so <laughs> nice. In the future, do you have anything exciting? Do you know, obviously you've mentioned your little Port Rush pieces, but any other pieces or any other markets and things you could be doing for the rest of the year and give us a little teaser for? I know you do yeah, the St. Field Market, which is great. That's actually where we met. Yes, yeah, we did. I do a regular stall there. Yeah. So I'm always there. So really the year. I'll be there this Saturday. And then every other Saturday I'm at St. Field Market, which is a lovely market. I, just, I love going it's so much. So nice. People are lovely. So I'm doing St. Field Market. There's a big, um, not like a festival, but coming up in September. And it's celebrating all um, women in business. So I've been asked to take oh, part wow. in that. So I think it's 10th of September. I'm taking part in that big festival as well. So celebrating oh, yeah. um, women in business. And they're going to be doing a time capsule and filling it full of things of this year. It's called 100, I think the festival is. So they're going to be doing a time capsule and then opening up in 100 years. So I've asked wow. to take part in that. So that's a big thing coming up in that's September. That's amazing. So that market's coming up in September. And then just otherwise, I'm sticking to Zinkle Market and just keep doing my commissions. Really looking forward to that one in September. I'm painting towards that one. So I haven't got any other ones planned for St. Field and that one's coming up. But I'm excited for that and it'll be lovely. Perfect. And with your art then, do you focus kind of seasonally or will you just kind of do the beautiful watercolours all year round? You know, coming up to September, are you going to go more into like yeah. autumn pieces, winter pieces? Do you know, or do you just keep it steady? I seem to keep it colourful and summery. Yeah, <laughs> no matter beautiful. Year it is. I've noticed some people are starting to post now, but autumn, autumn colours are coming up. And I'm like, no, it's too soon. I'm still in the summer. <laughs> Even though I, I love autumn and I love all those colours, but they don't really transfer over into my art. I seem to just yeah. always seem to like the pinks and the yellows and I'm looking around my room here, like fluorescent yellow up on my wall. So I don't think so. And unless I then on, I'm on a walk and I see a lovely scene of a, an autumn forest or you yeah. know, I love all those colours. So possibly. But um, I think my art is always just so far it seems to be very summery and colourful. Unless I have a wee change of mind. <laughs> It'll be a moody wintry one. <laughs> Imagine. Just on the body, I'll do winter. Colour just seems to naturally come to me. And I yeah. just even if I were I try to wear a colour and it's I think it's just coming from a bit of anxiety and low moods, colour just seems to call me a little bit. Yeah, hundred so, percent. So, yeah. I think more than likely I'll stick to summer. I'm trying to hold on to summer. Yes. <laughs> it's only August. So no, I'd probably stick to the colours. I know it'd be so cool to see, you know, changing, say, mm. autumn and winter into like really bright, colourful things because obviously they do yeah. go kind of a bit darker, like get the oranges yeah. and the browns and they kind of flip mm. it. So you somehow, do you know, make it super colourful yeah, yeah. and can kind of embrace all year mm-hmm. round but I definitely yeah. love all the summer ideas yeah you might you might come to the market now in the end of November and I'll have the big autumnal piece which I probably will <laughs> I'll probably get inspired on the walks and I'll be like oh, I'll do dark colors <laughs> <laughs> so do you have any idea where you would like to be in the future do you like five years time like where would you love your art to be awesome five years time so I'm currently in the middle of selling my house amazing so selling my house all the art and half of it's hidden in the shed so it's been quite <laughs> because that's why I'm kind of sticking the watercolor but it's all quite calm and tidy yes. <laughs> not splashing paint around the room and um, so we're hoping to move and I'm hoping to have a space where I can sort of do a bigger like a studio amazing so then, yeah so people don't just come to my house into my living room they can come and see the art more easily and I can have all of my lovely studio so I would like to have my studio up and running mm-hmm. I would love to have my art in more shops so there's some lovely restaurants now that you can display art. So I just need to get organized and post, get my art in the shops and love people in to kind of recognize your name as an artist. Yeah. Not, even, not all about the money, but just the thought of something. Oh, I have a Zoe Elliott you know, on, my, on my wall. 
Oh my God, are you know, and then being so proud of it. So it's, it's yeah. the best feeling when people do art and they love it. You know, and it's, you know, it's affordable, original art. So the thought of people maybe recognizing my name in five years' time, this is where I'm, I'm determined to go keep telling boys, people are going to know me. <laughs> so maybe, you know, maybe have my name a wee bit more like out there and have my own studio and paint in a way. Still just paint, paint in at home and it's hopefully still enjoying it. And I think I will be. I love that. And then that. maybe in 10 years' time, I'll have my own shop. Yeah, you <laughs> never know. my own Welcome to my gallery. That would be a big, big plan. <laughs> oh, uh, your own gallery would be incredible. I know whenever we saw you at the St. Field Market and I just fell mm-hmm. in love with all your pieces and oh, we okay. are like saving for our house at the moment. So oh, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, I'm so guilty of buying and buying and then being like, oh, I've nowhere to put it. So your stuff yeah. is like, I'm coming back for this. You know, whenever we get a house, I need to come back. Otherwise, I'd bat now and it would just keep it safe somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people said, I don't know, you have to wait and we've got your, your house and you can see where you want to put pieces and how it feels. Yeah. But that's what I love about St. Field Market. Like you have that like little roof and you have all the walls. It's almost like a little kind of mini gallery and yeah. I just bring as many pieces. <laughs> I put them all up and I load them all in the car back and forth. So I, I just do it also like it's in my little shop. So people want to come in and see the art rather than having to travel maybe to my house. And you know, they don't maybe want to come into my living room. You can come to St. Field Market and uh, come into my little mini gallery. You know? <laughs> Just to finish up then, Zoe, what would be your favourite local business if you can pick one? My favourite local business, I have to think, there's so many that I love. And even since I've started this, like before I kind of started my own business, I would have just bought from all the big brand places. But now that I'm in St. Field Market, there are so many wonderful yeah. businesses and they put so much effort into it. So there's so many in the St. Field Market, but I have to pick one. It would probably be uh, Stacey from Everwild Candles. Mm-hmm. So she's at the St. Field Market too, and she hand makes all her candles. And I have one, I only like on a special occasion plug it's the most beautiful smell. So her candles are beautiful. And every, and every candle you buy goes towards um, planting a tree. Amazing. You know, and all her packages um, are recyclable as well. So I love uh, Stacey's. That is candles. lovely. Well, Zoe, thank you so much for coming to my podcast today. It was so lovely to chat to you. Well, thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Isn't Zoe so lovely? Honestly, her story about starting through grief and everything broke my heart. And if you enjoyed this episode, and I really hope you did, do please go over it. Leave us a wee comment over on Apple Podcasts or a little rating there or on Spotify. It would mean the world to me. It really helps this podcast. And I'll see you next week for a brand new episode.